Hi, how's it going, everyone? My name is my name is Mark, and this is my wife Tori. Uh, today we are um, we're actually really excited and we're blessed. We're we are doing our first episode on Edge on Regenerative Medicine show, and our passion is not just medicine, but regenerative medicine, helping people. And today we have a special guest, uh, Dr. Uh, Scott Beavers. Thank you so much for being here. Oh, I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Awesome stuff. So I'm just gonna. Just tell tell everyone this is a, a live call, and um, we we wanted to share with you um, just a little bit about Dr. Beavers about neuropathy. You know how important neuropathy is, and we're gonna just basically go into asking him some questions. And uh, before we do that, everyone out there, if you could do me a favor, please like and share. Share this to your page. Sharing is caring. Not only is it caring, but there's so many people out there that is in pain. And let me tell you, you don't have to live in pain. And so I'm going to let you guys uh, hear about what Dr. Beavers has to say. And just a little bit about Dr. Beavers. He's a graduate of uh, Palmer College uh, with over 25 years of experience. And he's also certified as a chiropractic uh, sports practitioner and certified in functional uh, neurology. So uh, first question we'll ask would be, um, why, do you, why do you focus your practice on um, people suffering with neuropathy? Well, you know, Mark, over the last 25 years of my career, I've seen a, a, just an explosion of peripheral neuropathy and people suffering peripheral neuropathy from the time I started practice where there were very few people to now we have somewhere in the neighborhood of maybe 8% of the population suffering from peripheral neuropathy. Wow. Why do you think the number's gone up? Well, that's a really good question, Mark. <laughs> the honest answer is we don't know. There's some things that we, we believe that are contributing, uh, certain diseases, certain medications, dietary things, uh, but it's largely a question that we're still working to find the real answer for. Okay. And doctor, what is neuropathy? Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Well, sure. I think the easiest way to explain neuropathy is it is damage to or diseases of the peripheral nerves. So, you know, after a nerve leaves the the skull or the spinal area, we call that a peripheral nerve. And those peripheral nerves can start to break down or be damaged. And for many patients, it can be very painful. Right. What, what would you say are the most, say, common uh, warning signs that someone can expect so they, they know for sure they have neuropathy problems? Gotcha. Now, neuropathy can occur. There's over a, a hundred different forms of neuropathy, and it can affect many different parts of the body. But the most common place that we see people suffer neuropathy is in the lower legs, their ankles, their feet, and out into their toes. And so those people often have numbness, tingling, burning, cramping pain, mm -hmm. balance problems. Um, a classic symptom is that they'll wake up at night or in the middle of the night because of leg pain or leg cramping. Or maybe if they wake up to use the restroom, they come back to bed, they'll find out that their legs are painful and they, and they just simply can't go back to sleep. Okay, um, that's... Sounds painful. Sounds very painful. Wow. What it, it, common uh, medical treatment or therapy that you recommend or that you practice? Oh, that we use in our office? Yes. yes. Um, yeah, you know, um, my, my, re my background was in research and I, and I graduated... Uh, from Palmer College with research honors. And so um, some of the skills that I learned about researching 
led us to find some unique, different, and some very advanced techniques for treating peripheral neuropathy. Uh, many of the techniques uh, we use, um, I had to travel all over the United States to learn. Um, some of the techniques that we use, we actually uh, imported from Europe. They're of European basis. Um, they're all FDA approved, uh, but they're not terribly common treatments uh, used in the United States. Now, in Europe, they would be like what we would consider a frontline treatment in Europe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of curious as to well, why we in the United States uh, don't make that our frontline uh, treatment um, if we really care about the people and, and making them well. Uh, you, you know, um, can you tell me a little bit more about that? How, how it, why it's taken us so long to finally get it over here into the United States? Right. You know, it's an interesting question. I would say, um, although, you know, I received many referrals from our local uh, medical practitioners and podiatrists, Mm -hmm. uh, even, even the, they're very nice people and they try very hard, but a lot of the understanding of peripheral neuropathy is, is really kind of from the 90s. Um, there hasn't been a lot of education uh, for those doctors, and most of the treatments that we see used today are uh, pharmaceuticals, and that's the, that's the frontline treatment is, mm -hmm. uh, you know, basically pain relievers. Hmm. Okay. Wow. Um, what, what would you, I, I get this question a lot. What would you say, what is the, the common medical treatment, you know, or, or therapy? Right. I would say that the, probably the most common medical therapy is uh, a medication and medication would be uh, Neurontin or more commonly called Gabapentin. Mm -hmm. and, um, uh, Gabapentin and, um, is a, was designed as an anti-seizure medication. And so the way, the way that basically that that medication works, you could say, is that it slows the brain function so that we don't perceive or feel the pain in our legs or in our feet. Now, the, the key part of that is this, is that it doesn't stop the progression of the disease. And so many of our patients will continue to worsen over time. And then when they reach their maximum dose of those medications, then sometimes they have to layer on top like, opioids or narcotics to try to control the pain. So would you say that it's just a band-aid for a while and then they have to take something a little bit stronger? Like yeah, I mean, many of the patients that consult with us, you know, they started at a lower dose, um, mm -hmm. but because it doesn't interrupt the disease process, uh, the disease gets worse and their need for medication goes up. Mm -hmm. and uh, the disease gets worse and the medications go up and then they reach a point where it's no longer safe to take that much medication, but the disease continues to worsen. I see. Should people see a neurologist? Uh, what, what typically happens? Well, you know, um, many of our patients start off with their primary care provider physician. Uh, some of those patients are sent to a neurologist, and uh, of course, a neurologist is a medical doctor who specializes in nerves, if you will. And so the average neurologist 
uh, was a, a nerve conduction velocity test. Where they mm -hmm. just and uh, of course, um, one of the challenges with that type of testing, nerves, if you will, that we cannot and test so all the average the neurologists of nerves as a, into a the legs. We can only test conduction velocity just so we get a lot and, uh, of course, one of the challenges with that type of testing, if you will, that we cannot and test so those all. It's very frustrating for people. And the end result is the average neurologist, excuse me, neurologist ends up just increasing the medication. Oh, wow. Would, would you say that most of neuropathy is because of blood flow? Well, I would say that blood flow plays a large role in it. Uh, it's a contributing factor. Um, while the actual disease is a, a damage to or disease of the nerves, blood flow and supplying oxygen and the right nutrients to the nerves is really critical. And what can living with neuropathy mean? Well, you know, neuropathy robs people of a, of a lot of things. Uh, this is the type of disease that can make people um, less able to walk. Um, they're more sedentary. Uh, they don't exercise and take care of themselves like they should. So it can affect their overall health and well-being, their, their family, their friends, their social groups. Mm -hmm. um, but also... At its worst, um, there are things like open wounds or ulcerations, and mm -hmm. at its very worst, we can end up um, with amputations. And it's estimated that over 86,000 Americans suffer uh, diabetic or peripheral neuropathy-associated amputations each year. Mm -hmm. That's too bad. Wow, that is really horrible to hear. So how, how do you help people with neuropathy? What's... What's your key that you've seen that's working? Well, I think the, the, the key to our success is that, first of all, we have to have a thorough consultation with our patient, understand their, their overall health history, who they are, what factors have brought them to this disease. You know, about 30% of the people with neuropathy have diabetes. And so those people are like, oh, I understand it's my diabetes. But 70% of the people with neuropathy are not diagnosed with diabetes. Wow. So we have to find out, is it a metabolic problem? Are there chemical problems? Are there, you know, is there some sort of toxic exposure like, you know, chemotherapy or Agent Orange or maybe alcoholism? Uh, we need to find out those things about that individual patient. And once we know those, and once we've examined them, then we can construct a program of care that helps possibly, you know, reestablish blood flow, uh, start to regenerate the nerve endings and the refunction, you know, the rebuilding of those nerve endings. Mm -hmm. And so it, it's very individualized, um, but we do use some technologies like um, low-level laser therapy. We use uh, class four lasers. Uh, we also incorporate some technology, extracorporeal sound wave, also called extracorporeal shock wave, uh, exercises, nutrition, uh, diet. Uh, so we really come at this from a lot, you know, a large perspective to help people. Well, I like your perspective. I like the way you're doing things, doctor. Great, thank you. I don't like being pricked, and and I I certainly like to get to the root of things. Absolutely. What would you say your access rates are? With um, Neuropathy. Yeah, you know, after we've assessed a patient and we determine, you know, right at their first visit, if, if we think that they'd be a good candidate for what we do. Now, unfortunately, we, we can't help everybody. 
know, we help many people, but sometimes at the end of that first exam, we can't help. We let them know that. But if we can help a patient, we can accept them for care, then our patients, uh, 90% of our patients improve between 50 and 80% uh, with their with their symptoms. Wow, that's amazing. That is incredible results. And, you know, it's amazing the testimonials that we've heard from people that have you whom you've treated that come from your uh, office. And we're going to share those after uh, this broadcast. Oh, wonderful. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. You know, a lot of our patients have been told that they couldn't be helped or there wasn't much that could be done. And so when we start explaining to them some of the techniques, technologies, and some of our approach, um, well, you know, it gives them hope. Um, but it also really opens their eyes and their mind to the types of treatments that are available uh, to help this uh, terrible disease. Well, is it our honor and privilege uh, to speak with you, doctor, after your 25 years worth of experience? I'm sure you have a lot of testimonials, and I can't wait to, to view all of those and uh, to see more of what you do. So we just want to thank you for being on our show. Thank you very much. Yeah, yes, and, and everyone out there in Internet land, like it and share it, please. When you share this, this is how important this is, my friends out in the Internet land. When you share this, you're helping somebody. There's very few doctors out there that, that are like um, Dr. Beavers that are really interested in not just giving you a quick checkup and a little exam. They're really interested in getting to know everything that's going on in your life so they can actually pinpoint the problem instead of just giving you pills. So I need everybody out there to like it and share it. And um, I just want to say thank you so much, Dr. Beavers, for, for coming out. And everyone out there, stay tuned because right after this video, we're gonna you're going to see live testimonials of people that Dr. Beavers and his staff has helped change lives. Have a great day, everyone. And Dr. Beavers, thank you so much. Oh, thank you very much. My pleasure. Hi, I'm Gail Ventura, and I have been coming to Dr. Beavers for 12 weeks now. And um, I just finished up my last visit. And I wanted to share the improvements that I had. Um, I originally came in um, and my biggest problem was lack of sleep. I wasn't able to sleep with the neuropathy that I was having. And that improved greatly um, within a week or two, or probably a week, it was really soon. Um, since then, I've noticed um, a lot of different things. I wasn't able to walk barefoot at all before, and I, one night, I noticed that I wasn't. It wasn't as painful to do that. Um, I, um, oh, trying to think of some of the other things. It was mainly, mainly my sleep, um, being able to walk better, and um, overall good changes have happened and I feel much better and I'm very grateful to Dr. Beavers. Okay. Uh, when I came in, I was in some pain for rib and back injury, taking a lot of pills, nerve pills, all kinds of other pain pills. Um, not taking the Medicaid, the pain pills, very little. I did a lot of tripping when I called, what for me I would call short stepping. You know, it didn't seem like when I'm walking, 
like front toe would hit and I'd almost trip or stepping up over a curb would hit the middle of the curb or top of the curb. So I had a lot of near near misses as far as fall downs. Good thing there were walls and chairs around to keep me from going all, all the way down. Um, but I got on the treatment. I wasn't much good as far as staying on the diet. Not very good discipline there, but I did everything else. And I, I did some of the diet and I did notice the difference. Uh, the main time I noticed the difference when I was going down the hallway and a bathroom door opened out into the hallway and I managed to jump to the side to avoid being hit with the door and I didn't lose my balance, which was really unusual because any other time I would be either hit with the door or I would fall into a wall. So that's when I kind of started noticing it was making a difference. Uh, feel a lot better. Very little short stepping, very little tripping now. That's about it.